0: Season three, everybody of Dead Bat.
1: All right, here we go.
0: Of course, you know who this is. This is the Trigger Happy Chatterbox.
1: This is the world's greatest detective, six two six.
0: Alrighty, guys. Uh, so the usual. Uh, make sure you like us at Facebook.com/dpBats. Uh, give us, uh, give us a holler. Let us know what we uh, what we're doing, doing right, doing wrong, criticism. Um, and our respective Instagram pages at
1: world's greatest detective six twenty six
0: and the Trigger Happy Chatterbox. Alrighty, so we tried this once before, and uh, with horrible results, but now we are back, we're doing it the old-fashioned way, so of course, and what's funny about this recording is we actually have Kyle at my house. We normally do it from Ocala to Bradenton, and uh, it's really cool to hang out with him, I haven't hung out with him since Megacon, but anyway, um, this guest that we have is probably the biggest guest we have on the show. My man's has done the Red Hood Fan series. I mean, you'll, you catch him on the streets of Gotham City. My man, Ian, from Red Hood Fan Series. What's going on, brother?
1: What's up, man? Yo, yo, what's up, guys?
2: Yeah, how's it going? Hope you guys are all doing well on this Friday, hanging out with the Dead Bats. It's an honor, guys. Thanks for having me.
0: No problem, no problem. Um, I know you talked a little bit with, uh, with Kyle, and I know at the beginning of the first recording, uh, I yeah. said it, I'll set it here, too. I'm a huge fan and he told you that I was dancing. I was actually dancing around.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was 100%. <laughs> oh, dude.
2: No, that's that's really nice of you. Really generous. Yeah, man. We just we just like to hang out and have fun and make some characters do some fun stuff. So, you know, it's it's an honor that that you guys are are enjoying the show. That's that's awesome.
0: Yeah. Um it's just one of those things where it's like every time we'll go to a con or convention or something, um Kyle can tell you, man. Like in terms of getting ready for Red Hood, you've been like another layer. Cause the funny story about Red Hood was he got me to do Red Hood off of a bet.
1: Yeah, really. So that's 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 what got me into cosplay. Was um, you know, when I my first con I didn't cosplay, um, and and you know I was seeing people do it, and and John was starting to do sure. it as Deadpool, and I he made me a bet and he said, Hey man, uh, if you do Colossus, uh, to my Deadpool and, uh, and you do Batman, I'll do Red Hood. Oh, nice. um, That's uh, I wound up introducing him to, to Red Hood as a character. And since then this man has been unstoppable.
2: Oh, that's so awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for showing, uh, thanks for showing my man some love.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Like when he was like, Hey man, I want you to be Red Hood. I was like, who? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm like well, don't tell me that now, you're ruining the story now. Come on. Man.
0: Oh, 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 oh hold on, we're we're about to do we're about to put a frown upside down. Cause I mean I know at first it's like, damn, that's terrible to hear. But when I looked up the character, I was like, okay, I, I dig this and then I find out that he, you know, Lazarus Pitt, you know, comes back to life and starts yeah. guns blazing. I'm just like, why wasn't I introduced to this fucker before?
2: <laughs> He's such a good character, man. Such a good character.
0: He really is, man. Um, and, and it's one of the few things that, like, when especially the fact that whenever I see your helmet, because uh, I have the same one, I didn't get it off of Dark Knight. Um, I actually, and, and Kyle can tell you this too. This is the whole new meaning of hustle. I hustled a guy out of a three hundred dollar helmet on uh, on Instagram. Oh, I,
1: oh man, I would not.
0: Oh, nice man it was it was just the way that he had it the leds i was like hey bro how much you want it for he's just like um i'm not selling it i'm like how much do you want it for hey guy you better stop before i block you i'm like no dude how much all right it's 350 here's my here's my paypal if you're gonna sign it i sent it to him and then he was like holy shit i'm like give me my fucking helmet <laughs> nice
2: man yeah hey, you know however you can get it, it I love those helmets, you know. Um, and, and we're we're working with a bunch of different effects shops for things going forward. We're working with uh, Villainous now is uh, making some prints for us. And then uh, a couple other guys. We love Retro Nano. They make a lot of our, like... Uh, they made, they've made our custom Batarangs. I don't know if you guys have noticed in the show. Uh, we haven't featured them too prominently, but we actually have Red Hood fan series Batarangs. We designed our own Batarangs. Um, and we actually had them... We had them at our booth at the Motor City Comic Con down here in Detroit, but um, yeah, we have our own like custom batarangs that were put together by Retro Nano, who's on Etsy, and um, yeah, we were working with Dark Knight Effects for a couple of helmets. He made our custom helmet, our uh, our jump jump helmet uh, is what we call it for the portal jumping, and then uh, now we're working with Villainous to uh, make some custom stuff, too, so we're pretty, you know, we're all over the helmet game. Dude, Ooh, Nice, man. Nice. nice. Hey,
1: listen, we thank you for uh thank you for coming on to the show uh we're real sorry for the uh the the software inconveniences we had at the beginning there but you know we're just glad to have you on
2: yeah no problem man and i you know i apologize it you know it might be a little shorter than we originally planned but hey you know i mean it all works
0: yes most definitely um i think uh, i'll shoot one of the questions to you um Sure. And I think I think uh, Kyle asked you, I guess I'll ask you here too. I guess we're going to have a repeat of the question. What got you to do a fan series?
2: Yeah, so I mean, I guess in general, I, I love fan series, man. I think, I think there's just something magical about people having no money and trying to do things that take hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, I think that's just such a cool thing when you can pull it off in a way that is believable and in a way that like – is actually kind of cool like by no means do i do i think like our stuff is any way like amazing or even even that great sometimes to be honest um but like dude just the fact that like we can go out there and and there are kids doing it too man going out in their backyard dressing like batman and beating each other up it's just cool man it's it's fun and, and i love fan series um for me I've wanted to do something with this character ever since I saw the animated Under the Red Hood. I just thought Jason was such a complex character, such an interesting character, and after reading Morrison's run on Batman and Robin, uh, where Dick Grayson becomes Batman and Damian Wayne is his Robin, um, I really wanted to just explore that family dynamic and see how do these characters interact together, and how can we, like, how could we flesh that out in a cool way? And so I was, you know, I was trying to, trying to come up with some ideas, come up with what would the story be and how would it work, you know, in a way that didn't cost hundreds of millions of dollars and need WB money. Um, so (laughs) it took a couple of years to figure that out. And, uh, once we did, man, we just, we got off and rolling and we made the first couple episodes and I was honestly not expecting it to gain the kind of following that it did. And I don't know, man, people like it. By no means are we huge, but we're hoping, man, we're hoping to get there. (laughs)
1: Most definitely, man. Um, I, I think what really brings the magic to uh, any fan production is what's, what's lacked in funding is made up for in passion.
2: So much passion, so much passion. And, you know, there's, I mean, I, I work in film too. And, and it's, there is something to, you know, you're doing a job. This is our chosen profession. And you just, you don't necessarily care about the project. You go in and do it and that's fine but but i think that like you were saying is sort of the magical element is that passion when people are really having fun on set and really care about the characters it really does show i think it really does show that's why we release the blooper reels and behind the scenes and all that stuff but one cuz you know youtube loves when you put up more videos but like it's also that we want the fans to share in the joy that we had as we were making it too, because um, we just we have a lot of fun
0: yeah um, definitely man and and you know I got to give you props for one of the episodes that you did um, there was an ep- I think it was the episode with uh, the hatchet um, yeah where you were in hey, Kyle I think you've seen this episode if not I'm gonna tell you my man's wore the helmet with the LEDs the whole fucking episode
1: oh man <laughs> yes. what was what was that like um, I actually,
2: I don't know because I was totally blind the entire time. Um, so I, I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you. Um, yeah, I, I will say I only put the LEDs on when we were rolling not when we were practicing and stuff, but it's not too hard when you're walking around. We actually, there wasn't enough to put together a full blooper reel for season one. Cause I didn't have all of the footage for season one. Um, but there's a funny blooper bit, and Spencer. If you ever talk to Spencer, he'll tell you this is like one of his favorite moments in the show so far. Is he was tied up in the chair. I don't spoilers. I guess for season one. If you haven't seen season one, please go and watch it. Ready fan series on YouTube. Yes. Yes. Um, but he's like tied up in this chair, and I was supposed to walk up to him. But I had the LED lights on the whole time, so I literally just had a direction and a number of steps. So I would literally just. I would either walk past him or like run right into him. One time we almost fell over. Like, uh, <laughs> there was one time where I was like trying to reach down, like trying to untie his ropes and I couldn't see. So I straight up just like hit him in the face and almost fell on him. <laughs> so it was like, it was one of those things that I was just so clumsy and just klutzy.
0: And it, but you know, it looks cool. Cause the effect is real. Yeah.
2: But season two, we, uh, we went with the quote unquote stealth mode where I could actually like fight without the LEDs on. So that was sort of a positive change, a little bit of a cheat, but you know, at least I could see.
0: So yeah. one question that I have over here is, um, yeah. So season two and you have, you have a very familiar face out of the, uh, the Florida scene being Mark Knight rises and uh, Uh, how was that like?
2: Dude, Mark is Mark is my brother. He is fantastic. Uh, Mark is one of those guys that if you ever see him at a con, he's immediately warm and welcoming, and you just like you get this weird feeling from him that he just cares about you immediately. And I just he was such a such a blessing, such a wonderful presence on set, and I I loved working with him. Um, Nadav, who plays uh, Little Colin, loved working with him too. Um, and we and we can't wait to uh, to bring him back for season three. So you will see you will see Deathstroke in season three as well.
0: Oh, is 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 that a confirmation, good sir?
2: That is confirmation. Okay. And I accidentally reveal things uh, uh, pretty often, but but don't try. You're not going to get anything out of me today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that was good. That was good. Um, no, nah, that that's good, because, I mean, I love I love season two, I love season one, uh, especially one of the lines where you and, especially, I, I think I watched this episode along with the, uh, the Red Hood and uh, Robin show, which, I, I get a huge kick out of that one, because for, we have a Bat family yeah. of Florida over here, and the one person we don't have oh, is nice. Damien, um, yeah, that's the only thing, man, because I'm, I'm the Jason of the group, my boy right here, my co-star is B-Man, so... We, we We've always wanted a Damien, and I could just imagine some of the things you were doing um was just to the point where it, it, you knew Damien and, and Jason this is how they would be talking but yeah that, that's that's basically what it is man when it comes to like Jason and Damien, you guys got it down in terms of the formula
2: Thanks, man. no, I appreciate that it's it was a it's a rare thing because a lot of people. I don't know. I've seen I've seen a lot of different things, and nobody does a kid Damien, which is like surprising to me because Damien's a kid in the comics. Um, but everybody does either a girl as Damien or like an adult, which is fine. Uh, but we wanted to do straight up little kid, little brother, annoying comedy show, and it was sort of a risk. But people like really seemed to like it, which I was super shocked. Um, but. Yeah, man. So, uh, we are, we're looking at trying to do more Red Hood and Robin, but, um, as you know, no spoilers, but as you know, where season two ended, it's kind of funky to have them just like immediately together. So, so we will have more Red Hood and Robin, but it probably won't be, uh, until after the third season or during the third
0: season. Yeah, most definitely. Um, and, if if anything else, I'm trying to think of one of the other, the lines that you said, and it really got me to full-blown go as Jason. It was, you guys were, were kind of circling each other, you and Hatchet, and it got to the point where I think it was after you dropped him on his ass, and you were just like, oh, what's the matter, bud? You had so much fire before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he was like, you're yeah. infuriating. It's just like, eh, it's my charm. And you guys went right into it. I was just like... Jeez, man, I, I remember sitting next to my girlfriend when she first saw it and I paused the video and I looked over her and I'm like, this guy understands, like, I will definitely do that. And it's funny because we just recently came out of a con and um, there's a, uh, a Dick Grayson that we talked to, uh, Beware the Bad Family, they're, yeah. really, they're really cool with, uh, with Mark. And uh, some of the lines we had, yo, I was just, I was trying to go, because here's the thing, I also play as Deadpool, so I don't want to be Deadpool on Red Hood, no pun intended.
2: Sure, sure. And that's a danger, dude, that's a danger, I think that's a trap that a lot of people fall into, is they're like, oh, Red Hood's just the DC Deadpool, and it's like, no, not really, I really don't think that's the truth, he has his own kind of flair to him that you gotta gotta sort of
0: bring there yeah most definitely um so I think if anything and I'll I'll pass it to Kyle after this this one question here how do you feel how do you feel about the the DCEU as a whole like BVS Shazam Aquaman the whole nine in terms of all the movies that have come out in Warner Brothers
2: yeah um you know it's it's interesting because it's a question that, that we get a lot and I think everything that's been said about them. um, I don't know, man, I I don't really have anything to add. I think everything positive and negative has been said. Um, I'm, I'm kind of not on one camp or the other. I think that, you know, at the moment, uh, Warner Brothers has made some fantastic DC movies, and I think that they've, you know, made some choices that maybe could have been better. I think everybody agrees on that, um, but I think that there's an exciting new direction. I loved Shazam, um, and I think that you know, pushing back Wonder Woman to make it better, and talking about Aquaman two, and uh, you know, the Flash movie retaining Ezra Miller, and and you know, continuing on i think that you know they're feeling it out like just like we are i mean on youtube you know the dc youtube verse is a it's an interesting climate man you got to just try stuff and see what the fans like and see what they don't and eventually you'll figure out you know um unfortunately they have a little more to lose monetarily than we do um but I think it's all relative. So, so yeah, man, I mean, I'm excited for the new directions going forward. I think DC universe, the streaming service has a ton of potential. Um, you know, I, I, think that there is a lot of room for really cool content on there. And, um, you know, just talking to some of the people behind the scenes, um, you know, we're friends with, uh, Sam Humphreys and some of the guys from DC daily and, just getting a little bit of the insider information. Like there's some really cool stuff coming up and, uh, and I think everybody's going to be going to be pleasantly surprised with the, uh,
0: DC universe direction going forward. Mm. Gotcha. Holy crap. All right. Definitely
1: a good way to look at it. Um, what, um, what did you, what did you start with first? Um, you know, did you, Did you start with cosplay and lean into into making the fan series or did you start with the fan series and then think, you know, maybe I should take this thing to conventions?
2: It kind of goes hand in hand, I think. Um, I think the cons are the absolute... If you're on YouTube and you're making a fan series, cons are the absolute best way to promote it. Because that is your audience in one building clumped together looking for you. And that's like... Dude, if you're doing a fan series or you're doing a podcast or whatever the case may be, nobody says you have to have a booth. But just throwing some business cards on the free table and taking pictures with people, everybody asks for your Instagram. So you just tell them it's at Red Hood Fan Series. And automatically, you get new fans every single day of the con. And the bigger the con, the better your return. So, like, when we went to WonderCon, that was a huge huge thing, and we actually were on a panel at WonderCon about Kickstarters and fan films and all that kind of stuff, so, like, that was a huge, like, push for us, Um, especially going into Season 2 and having that panel and going to WonderCon and having the friends that we had there, um, that is, that is, like, that's the way to build a community, and that's what YouTube and fan series are all about. Um, I I've always loved cosplay but until I started saying well let's make a fan series or let's make a whatever um I guess I never got the push the like like the ultimate motivation um to jump on and do cosplay um or at least I I guess get into it at that level because I had always said if I wanted to do a cosplay I wanted it to be like screen accurate movie level really awesome um And until we were making the fan series, I never had an excuse to make that. And so I would get, you know, quote unquote, busy, too busy to make it. Right. Um, But now that we have the fan series, I'm excited because as you guys have seen, we get a new suit each season. So technically with season two and all the suits that I wear in season two, um, I have three red hood suits now. Uh, We're in the process of, okay. Okay. Exciting! Uh, we're in the process of building my season three red hood suit. And then I'll have a new suit for season four, um, which only my man Dexter soy knows about. If you, uh, if you guys know him, he uh, illustrated red hood and the outlaws one through 25 with uh, Artemis and Pizarro. Yes. But, uh, only he knows nice. about what my next, uh, what our season four red hood looks like. But, um, but yeah, so it's, it's been a really, a really awesome experience just working in the cosplay scene and, I love it, man. I love it. It's just been so fun.
0: Definitely. Um, Man, aside from that, I think the only other question, couple questions here, are we ever going to see you in Florida? Because we, we live down over here in the south, and I know Mark lives in Orlando. Cause, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, because I think that would be something. I mean, first of all, that would be a hell of a picture for me and Kyle over here. Um but most Oh in- of course. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Are we ever going to see you in Florida for maybe a MegaCon?
2: <laughs> yes. So next year um we are we're planning an entire con schedule. Um we're going to be setting up panels. We're going to be doing all that kind of stuff next year. So uh the hope is to hit MegaCon, WonderCon, C2E2, uh San Diego obviously next year, uh, Motor City where else? Uh, uh, Atlanta, the the Dragon Con. uh nice. So we're looking to hit a ton of cons, man. And yes, we are we are planning MegaCon. Mark had invited me out there uh, this year, and we just unfortunately we didn't have the money in the budget to jump down there a second time. But but yeah, man, we are we're planning it. We're gonna have a huge con schedule. If you guys want to see. Uh, all the scheduling and stuff that will all be posted on Instagram at Red Hood Fan Series, Facebook at Red Hood Fan Series, and uh, at Red Hood Series on Twitter. So you know you guys can see where we're at, and please come up and hang with us. We—that's the reason we go—is to come and hang with people to watch the show and get excited and all that. So, so yeah, we will definitely get you that picture,
0: dudes. Oh man! All right.
1: Definitely, and like he said, guys, Red Hood fan series is by fans and for fans. So definitely get down there.
0: It is the fubu for of sure. the fan film industry.
2: Juicy <laughs> <laughs> fan film, baby.
0: Yeah, you know, I I just thought about that. I was like, for us, bias, Wait a minute, I think I remember this somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's,
2: that's funny, dude. I've never heard that before. That is too funny.
0: <laughs> but uh yeah it's like it's to the point man we're we're excited like off off of uh because we were we're like just recording this and we're, we're talking to you like when you were going on about megacon me and kyle we were just we wanted to jump out of the chair but at the same time we were like ah. if, if we jump out of the chair we're probably gonna break shit
1: yeah yeah <laughs> including this expensive ass microphone we've got in between us
0: <laughs> yeah oh
1: no oh no please don't do that Oh yeah, yeah no definitely that. not yeah um, but yeah, I do have a I do have a quick question for you. Um, sure. I think uh, I think a lot of people in the cosplay community do look at this uh, th- these fan series and things, and they think, man, you know, how would I how would I go about that? How would I get started in that? Because um, I think a lot of people yeah. start with that mindset. They look at cosplay and they think, man, you know, those people out there look really cool. But if I did it, you know, yeah. much much like yourself, I would want to look like the character. I would want to embody that character. Um, right right what would be your advice to people um, maybe getting started with a fan series or uh, getting started in cosplay
2: yeah Um, you know man we (laughs) that's another question we get it all the time and my only advice to people and I think the only advice that matters is have the follow through to do it it's not going to be perfect the first time everybody says oh I'm a perfectionist I'm a perfectionist and then they use that as an excuse to not do it and if you take the time you write your script write it short man put it on youtube see what happens five pages you know write five pages anybody can sit down and write five pages and say okay i've got this dialogue i've got this little story this is going to be cool it doesn't even matter if your story is i'm in a red hood cosplay and i walk around the city dude people dig that on youtube just go for it and make it find a friend shoot it on your phone every single time you make something, you're going to learn something different and it's going to be better than next time. So just go and do it. I, and this, and a lot of the guys in the studio, we've been working on films and fan films and all that kind of stuff for the last 15 years. And so it's not something that, Oh, I just want to go out and make a fan film. And then it's going to look like superpower Beatdown. Like it's, it's not, that's not how it works. Um, you know, we, Everybody in the fan film community, us and, uh, you know, Bat and Sun and Ismahawk and um, some of these other guys, you know, we're all a very tight knit community. And the universal truth of it is that we all started somewhere. And so if you want to start, you just have to start and you have to have the follow through to say, I'm going to finish this. I'm going to make it and it's going to be cool regardless of how good or bad I think. So just go for it. That's the only advice. That's the advice that matters. Go for it.
1: Definitely, that sounds like a, that sounds like really good advice. It's it's like something I heard you know a long time ago. It's if you're an artist, you know what, whatever you do for your art is it's important that you make what you want to see and then you put it out there. And I imagine that's what uh, you guys do more or less. Is you know, you make the series that you want to see, and then you put it out there for people to view and, and make their comments on you know what they like, what they didn't like, and all that stuff. Um, yeah,
2: and there's going to be negative comments. There's always going to be negative comments. People are going to say, "Oh, this Jason isn't comic accurate," or "Oh, where's Nightwing?" That's the one we get all the time. Where's Nightwing? Where's Nightwing? <laughs> um, and it's always, oh my gosh! But at the same time, it's always something that you got to just move on. You got to just do stuff that you like because chances are there are thousands and thousands of other people that are going to like exactly what you like. So
1: for sure. And I I think we're in the right climate to get it done. Like popular culture. Well, what's what's pop culture now wasn't pop culture 10, 15 years ago.
0: Yeah,
2: that's so true. That's so true. Um, so I actually, I, I have maybe a little treat for you guys. Um, Uh I'm actually, I just walked into, uh, Spencer Goodman, who plays our Tim Drake in the show, I just walked into his house. So do you guys want to talk to him for a minute?
0: Dude, of course. Absolutely. All
2: right, give me two seconds here, okay? All right.
0: I'm just gonna say this for the show right now. I only anticipated <laughs> Dude, only having surprise. Ian. I can't um, believe we're, we're gonna have to Ian have it and Spencer like one o'clock all kinds we like, oh, technical. One.
2: So they want to talk to you now.
0: hey hey what's up spence what's up man
3: uh not much i'm just hanging
0: out oh okay first of all i'm gonna say like i said to ian this is crazy that not only we're talking to ian but we're talking to you too um me and my boy here we're huge fans of the show and we're having a we're doing a podcast and we really we were like let's reach out to him and holy crap he got back to us and now we're pretty much recording
3: Wow, that's sweet. Well, I'm, you know, super excited to be talking to you and everything.
0: Yeah. Um. So, when, uh, what was it like playing Tim? Like the entire time from season one to season two? Like, you know, did you get approached by it? Do you know? Did you know the character beforehand?
3: Um. So yeah, I did know a little bit about the character beforehand, but I mean, going in, there's not many adaptations of Tim Drake, so it was kind of. It was a little bit nice because I could take the character into my own hands a little bit and mold him to my own kind of idea.
0: Okay. I gotcha. Yeah, because when. Well, well, first and foremost, when I saw just Damien and Jason, the first thing I said was, all right, where's Tim? And then there was, uh, you know, where's Dick? Because I was like, all right, he's got to be here somewhere. And then when I saw you as, as Tim. I was like, oh, dude, this is perfect. This, the, Bro, he doesn't have to wear the space ghost mask. This is perfect. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thanks. I really appreciate
0: that. Yeah. Especially the season two suit. I think that's more comic accurate, uh, the Rebirth version, in my mm. opinion. It's more comic accurate to me. So uh, definitely I was very happy that not only we're getting a balance of you guys' You know, acting chops, but we're also getting the suit accurate to uh, to the comics. And when I saw yours, I was like, "Yo, um, can we find this on Etsy?" <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I really, I really liked the suit. Um, I, <laughs> it was really funny because uh, the season one suit, you know, it was cool, but it was just simply kind of a more suit with the belt. But then when they put the padding and stuff on it, and I got the season two suit. Oh man, I felt like a little
1: kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those one of those moments. Um, yeah, I, I felt the way same way when I got my Batman cosplay. Where you look in the mirror and you're like, "Oh man, I'm actually, I'm actually here in this."
3: Yeah, yeah, it's totally one of those moments. And I remember um, shooting the first time I had to actually do a scene in the suit. They were shooting a scene before I could actually, you know, uh, we could do my scene. And I remember just sitting there waiting, like, all right, Ian, when can I put on the costume? When can I put on the costume? Because I was just so excited.
1: you just like, let me, let me go now. Let me go now, please.
3: Yeah. <laughs> L- let me do it. Let me do it. I, I want, I want to put on the cape. I want to put on about everything. I want to do it now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so when did you, when, when did you get started, um, uh, you know, doing the, the, uh, the fan series and stuff and, um. You know like were you were you in cosplay or something like that beforehand or did you kind of get into that through the fan series
3: so um cosplay i had always wanted to do some form of cosplay like i remember going on amazon and stuff and trying to like in my mind piece together like assassin's creed you know outfits and stuff like that um and just little costumes but i never actually got around to it until the fan series um but, I mean, I, I love it. It's so much fun.
0: Spencer, I just want to let you know right off the bat, you just said that to one of the biggest Assassin's Creed fans I've ever met.
1: That's, yeah, I love that uh, franchise, man. If, if I can ask, who yeah. were you who were, who were you trying to piece together?
3: Um, I, was, I don't know. I was just kind of going for a general Assassin look. I kind of wanted to take my own play on it. Um, none no character in specific i was kind of going for a more kind of black flag look but uh, you know it was just kind of what i was feeling
0: gotcha okay gotcha. yeah that's crazy man so uh I, I think i have a question for both you and ian because i i did the season two spoiler which of course if anyone who's listening to this has not seen the show you need to like Go watch
1: it please uh,
0: like I've binged both episodes. You can ask Kyle. I watch that freaking show like three times a day just because I cosplay as Jason as well. And um, and I was telling – we were telling Ian, I got into Jason by a bet by this man. And so I'm relatively new with DC Comics and getting into that whole thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I think the thing about it is, I I saw at the end, you guys are working with uh, Danny Shepard from uh, Ismohawk, Nightwing the series. Mm. Um, Yes. How was that like?
3: So, sadly, I didn't actually get to go out and meet him, which really disappoints me. Um, uh, I'll go find Ian in a minute, uh, so you can talk to him about it, but I watching that even being part of the show I felt like that was just the most epic thing ever (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean I was still disappointed I didn't actually get to go out and meet him because um, our crew and Ian because as you know in the series um, as he's traveling around and stuff he actually traveled around the states and met different cosplayers so I didn't get to go with him sadly but I mean what a great scene
0: (laughs) oh dude when I saw when I saw Danny, I was like, "You guys did it!" And then when I saw, <laughs> I was going nuts. I was like, "Wait a minute, okay." The new Tiger Stone mask, the suit. Then I saw him turn around and look. I was like, "All right, we got to get a scene where it's it's Ian versus Danny." Because, bro, I think the Nightwing, Red Hood, or just all the Robins in general, just all of them, just like a two v two, or just every man for himself, and like Super Smash Brothers melee kind of shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well. I mean, you guys have heard the new announcement for Season 2.5, Red Hood versus the Universe, right? Uh,
0: Okay, wait a minute, because this is probably the only thing I have not heard.
2: So this came out, um, I think, a couple weeks ago now. We are working on what we are calling Season 2.5. So instead of going straight to Season 3, we wanted to do some fun fan stuff cuz everybody's like I want this character. I want this character. We want to do battles. We want to do this. We want to do that. So we have decided to listen to everybody and do a Red Hood specific superpower beatdown style battle season with our Red Hood fan series characters against some of the most requested, most popular uh current characters that are going to have movies coming out and all that kind of stuff. So We're going to have official casting announcements and official story announcements coming over the next few months.
1: Oh, man. I can just imagine the choreography on that. It's going to be crazy.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. It's going to be
2: crazy. I will tell you guys what you were just asking for is absolutely in the plan before the end of the year.
0: Yes. Boom.
2: (laughs) You will see Nightwing and Red Hood fight alongside each other before the end of the year.
0: Oh, my God. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Um, I think one last question, and I know my boy would love this to hear this. Um, so sure. I, I do um, – I know the reveal for the second to last episode of season two. You had Saddle Up Batman. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that was – first of all, that was huge, and he did a really good job. But um, I guess if you had to choose another Batman – Outside of Saddle Up, whether it's Bat in the Sun, what have you? I guess I'm really reaching for uh, Kevin Porter, I guess, as as a, as a request. I don't know if you guys ever like thought of that, or I, I don't know, because you're, you're Jason with his Bruce. I think I would probably so, quit my job.
2: <laughs> so here's so here's what happened, man. Um, Kevin Porter was actually originally slated to play our Bruce Wayne. Oh man. Um, but because he was, he was working on another series at the time and they ended up calling him the exact same week that we were shooting. Um, so we had sod booked for the first episode for the Arkham Knight episode. Cause I, I love his Arkham suit. I don't think anybody does it better. Yeah. Um, it looks but, amazing. So we had him, yeah, we had sod set up for that. And then, um, at the last minute, Kevin had to fly out somewhere. I think it was Georgia or something like that. Um, and he was like, yeah, I'm so sorry, guys. You know, we we can't make it work. And the, and there was there was back and forth on like, well, maybe he can fly back or maybe he couldn't. But at that point, we were like, OK, let's just go with somebody that's here. That's that's tested and fantastic job. And I'm so excited to have him as Batman going forward. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that's funny that you say that, because Kevin was the original Bruce Wayne in our uh, in our rebirth in our rebirth storyline, but you know, we traded for sod. And, and I think that, you know, I think it was just as good. So, so we're excited to work with sod going forward. Not that, you know, um, we still, we still talk to Kevin. I actually just talked to Aaron a couple of days ago from bat in the sun. Um, cause if you guys, you know, they, they launched a Kickstarter and stuff like that. So we've been talking back and forth about that, about comic con. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely room to work with them going forward. We're excited about that. Um, but for now, we've got Sod, and I am I am so on Saad, you guys. I love that guy. He is so awesome. He's fantastic. Fantastic human being. Fantastic actor. So we're excited to have him as Batman.
0: He had the look. 100%. When he walked he up perfect. to you, I was like, jesus christ like just the and then also the voice too like i saw the, the picture he had on instagram where his chin looks exactly like that of arkham city and it, it makes me laugh but it also makes me very happy that it's someone
1: true, though.
0: yeah it's
1: true.
0: it, it looks exactly it, right it looks so identical it's unreal like he just came off the freaking like game
1: Man, I just remember one of his, his Instagram posts in particular. He had like three or four batsuits hanging in his closet, and I was like, "That's where I want to be in life. That's that's where I want to <laughs> yeah. be right there." <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. It's um. I mean, when you get to that level, Sod's just a beast, man. He's just a beast, and yeah. I love him so.
0: Yeah, man. So
2: we're excited for him going forward.
0: But uh, listen, man, it's, it's, been, it's been really awesome to have you, man. I know we had some technical difficulties, and we made it happen regardless. I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show. It's, it's been I – don't, I don't even know. We can't even think of a word to really say how much it means because I know it's like an understatement.
2: Oh,
1: it's been awesome for sure.
2: Oh, not at all, guys. Not at all. It's it's our you know it's our honor to join on stuff like this. And Spencer loves the interviews because he's he's sort of an attention hog. So yeah, you know, uh,
0: <laughs> definitely in the future yeah. if we ever do because uh, right now we're in the process of doing season three. Maybe season four. You know, if Spence is also on the on the on the call as well via speakerphone, maybe we might just get Spencer for something.
2: And maybe we can get little Damien, Cameron Judd in there too. <laughs> Yo, you. yes. If you guys call it at the right time, you might be able to get me and
0: Danny.
1: You, you just broke John. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: but, yeah, definitely, man. We yeah, thank, man. We thank you for your patience with us, and uh, we thank you for being on.
0: Yes, most definitely, man. And uh, closing out the show, this is the, uh, the Trigger Happy Chatterbox. This is the world's greatest detective. And, of course, our guest
2: red hood fan series red yes. hood fan
0: series awesome guys stay golden stay golden thank you without falling we take it back to the days and yes y'all in. we're holding on to us golden <laughs> on the stage i am and i'm rolling we're not falling without falling we take it back to the days and yes you we're holding on to us golden <laughs>